in the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. I'm going to be super honest. Brandy said, I want to let you know things that the group was saying behind my back. So you talked to Brandy about it. I don't know you very well either. I will tell you, Brandy said that she has had sex with some of the people from this group. Someone at this table right now? Yes. Oh my God, you guys, Brandy had sex with somebody at the table. It's so exciting. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, it's probably a lie. Didn't he? <laughs> Didn't he's probably lied. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is the recap episode. Woo. Why did I do a ghost sound? I don't I don't know. Ooh. Uh, this is how it's going to work today, guys. I'm going to do a full recap of this past week's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills just in time to get you warmed up for tonight's third part of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in Rome. Are you guys excited? I'm excited. There, I've got the skin bumps. My nipples are hard, I think. They can cut glass. It just might be cold in my room. I don't know. But it's very exciting regardless. So I'm going to give you a full recap of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills right here here and then what i'm going to do is i'm going to do full recaps of this past week's real housewives of new york's and real housewives of potomac but what you have to do and i know this is just shame on me i need you to go to patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good to sign up for the patreon you get full recaps then of new york beverly hills this will be on there as well plus friday you get new episodes of recaps of the hit Netflix series Selling Sunset. This week my guest will be Susie Yoder. I'm very, very excited for that. Uh, She is an old friend of the pod. Um, So uh, it is well worth your time. I'm going to be uh, putting some other weird things up on the Patreon as we go and as my time time gets freer and freer. Um, uh, uh, This is 50th episode part 2. 50th episode part 1 should be out late afternoon, early evening tonight. I, I waited on the off chance that there is a... We already have an amazing full show. Like, an amazing show. Like, a better than usual show. Really, honestly. But there's a chance... I'm, I'm really holding out for this surprise guest or guests. Um, and it could not go anywhere, but it might go somewhere. And that's exciting to me. And I think that might be exciting for you. And I just... the The... These things are just big, big things to put together because they're so long. Four and a half hours. Remember, you guys, timestamps. Remember, you guys, you can go back and check out old episodes. It's not like it's one of those things that like I'm not going to say stands the test of time, but you can listen any time and not be like, well, this is too dated. No, I think it's there's some great segments on there that that work anytime you want to watch, uh, listen to them. Uh, It is this is just a radio thing, right? This is you can't see me. Okay, good. I didn't I didn't do my hair today. Um. But yeah, anyways, they're they're gargantuan things to put together. So 
But my thought really is we're 50 episodes. I wanted to do something a little more than what we already do, which we already do is just insane. So I tried to, I don't know, I tried to reach out to so many people and I I just I'll some I'll have to someday tell you the story of trying to get people for this. And it's not that people were like, no, 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 I don't want to do it. It's there were so many different reasons, whether it be Bravo not letting them talk to me or a certain show that is just too up in the air to be able to have anybody on to talk about uh, what's going on. Um, there are people that I have lined up now for the next 50 episodes that are like, yeah, I'll get you in like five episodes, six episodes. So it's been amazing, but it's been frustrating because I love big productions. I love the thought of when I go to my podcast app or anything that you're like, whoa, this person's going to talk to this person. I want that feeling for you guys. And I don't, I don't mean that to sound, um, like full of myself or cocky or anything like that. I just really appreciate that kind of element of surprise in, in anything I do. I know that's what I appreciate sometimes as a fan. I don't know if you guys are like that, but today we're going to start with this recap of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And let's go through this together because we are on part two of a Rome trip of a beautiful, magical Rome trip. So this episode is titled, There's No Place Like Rome. That is catchy, huh? There's no place like home. There's no place. You got to love the people that put these titles together. Uh, so we ended last week with, uh, you know, it, it, it was crazy. We we had all the, uh, the Denise and the Brandy stuff. You know, they're not going to cut it. If they ever want me to be on the show, they need to cut it. So this episode picks up 30 minutes after dinner. Now, I was a little confused because at the end of that episode, Erica Jane was like, do you want to go to the bar? Yeah, let's go to the bar. Blah, 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 blah. And now we're in Kyle's bedroom, and it's 30 minutes after the bedroom. We're in Kyle's suite. It's Rinna, Kyle, Sutton, Teddy, and Erica Jane. Uh, Erica Jane says, Brandy is a liar. Or Denise is covering her bases, yeah. She does that matter of fact, like, I'm not getting excited about anything. I've seen it all in my life. Um, Rinna says she is tortured with this, you guys. I feel so bad for Rinna's torture. Oh, boo-hoo. Rinna can suck an egg. Like, there's no, there's just, no, no. She's not tortured, you guys. We all know it. She loves this stuff. She feeds on this stuff. This is the only nutrients her body gets is when somebody else is in trouble, you know? Um... We have Garcelle, Dorit, and Denise in another bedroom. So it's like kind of like they've set it up like that summer loving in Greece where it's the guys and the girls like, summer loving had me a blast. And then they cut to the girls, summer loving happened so fast. But it's talking about, you know, if uh, Denise slept with Brandy. Um, so Garcelle says, it's a huge bomb to us. And now what are you going to do, Denise? And Denise says, this is slander, folks. That's what this is. And I've been with Charlie Sheen. This is slander. Um, and they're like, well, you know, is there any like text proof? And Denise is like, what? Like, I would say that was a great fuck last night. Thank you. You know, Denise, you got to love it because she has a little bit of a potty mouth. I like that. I like, you know, I like potty mouths. I don't mind a potty mouth. I, I can have a potty mouth at time times. If kids are listening, it's a rule of thumb. You shouldn't have a potty mouth. It's not going to serve you later in life. So always be able to temper your potty mouth. So if you're on a podcast that say they don't like potty mouths, you can rein it in and not like do a bunch of F bombs out of anywhere. Um, so then we're back to the other room and Sutton says, you know, she's fight or flight y'all, you know, um, Next day, we are still in Rome, Italy. Rinna opens her windows, like takes in the fresh Rome, Italy, Italy, Rome, yeah, Rome, Italy air, you know, this like 
we can all say it too. Rena, you know, when she wakes up, it's not, you know, it's not all put together. It's, it's a little, it's a little, there's a lot happening, you know. There's, you know, just a lot of work to be done. And um, I, you know, then we go into Garcelle's room. I got to say, I love Garcelle's luggage. Um, Jessica from, Jess Rothschild from Hot Takes and Deep Dives, the podcast, she found out this is, I think, like Mossimo luggage, but they sell it at Target for 80 bucks. And it's like, we like a thrifty queen. We like, because I saw that luggage and I was like, that's like $2,000, $3,000 luggage. It's it's $79, guys. We can we can travel like ourselves. I don't think that would work for me, but I really love the patterns on the luggage. Uh, Kyle opens the door and Sutton's there and Sutton is with her rain boots. And I guess she's like, I brought a whole suitcase for the boots. You know, I brought, I, I brought a whole suitcase. Kyle looks barely awake. This feels like a forced scene. It feels like production's like, we need something to bridge the gap here. Kyle's like, I'm just having my morning coffee, please. I'm just having my morning coffee, please. And Sutton comes in and is like, hey, I got your boots. <laughs> hey, 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 y'all, got your boots. Um, <laughs> Kyle's shaking her head. Uh, Sutton said, you know, we knew it was going to rain in Rome, so I had boots made. Um, she's like, I know I can shop, so... You know, that one extra suitcase I brought with all the ladies' boots, I can fill that suitcase easily. I do worry about Sutton's shopping problem because when's it's never going to be enough, you know? It's never going to be enough. Like, I know from experience at Old Navy. I, I talk about being an Old Navy man a lot, and I love Old Navy, but there was a time I was addicted to Old Navy. Like, I really was online Old Navy shopping, and it was just Old Navy. And I would look for the outfits they put together, and I was like, that gentleman looks good in that outfit, and I would buy the whole outfit. And the thing with Old Navy is you can do that because then they have, like, 50% off deals and stuff like that. So I would – I was like, uh, if you ever if you ever, if you you ever, ever get the chance to come see my closet, I'll show you. It's like the majority of his Old Navy and, like, um, Gap outlet stores. Um, okay, so then we – after that, we have a flashback to Garcelle and Dorit to Denise saying – Denise, this too shall pass. We love you, Denise. Um, Rinna calls Denise on speaker and goes, there's a pause, and goes, Denise. And then there's a pause, and Denise goes, Lisa. And Rinna goes, how are you? She's like, I'm just peachy. How are you? And then Rinna goes, I think we need to talk. And she goes, I, uh, uh, or no, Denise goes, I think we need to talk. And she goes, Rinna goes, I do too. Can I come down? It's so fake. Also, Rinna, you know, like, I just, Rinna, I, I, I just... I, I'm do you guys see what I'm saying or do you think she's like this is amazing I just think it's really just highlighting what a shit stain she is you know uh, now Kyle gets a phone call from Dorit or Kyle calls Dorit and goes let's meet up and there was a flashback to the fight be- between them the night before at the dinner table where Kyle tried to step in when Dorit was trying to say something to Denise and Dorit was like don't stop me don't stop from what I'm saying to Denise or whatever accent she's doing at the time um and uh, so Rinna then knocks on Denise's door. And the whole point of this is Denise, and I agree with Denise, says, hey, you should have given me a heads-up text at least that this was going down. You knew about it. We're supposed to be friends. You did not give me anything. Um, Denise is completely right, but Rinna, you know, she is playing by housewives' rules. She's playing by Housewives rules is in the that the only thing is the show matters and that's it. I think she misjudged though because I think this was a step too far in Housewives rules. I think when you get to something that's just none of your business, it's 
it's a different kind of thing where it almost makes Rinna then just look thirsty um, than anything else. And Rinna says, I don't feel responsibility. Teddy was the one that got the info, so the onus is on her. She, you know, she was the one that needed to do this. And she's like, you know, Denise, we get in trouble when we play telephone. But that's exactly what Rin has been doing is playing telephone. This is exactly what's happening is telephone. Like, this is the game telephone. I think Rinna has been – it's been a while since she's played the game telephone. Um, and we also say – we see that Rinna kept egging on the others to say it. And then Rinna was like, because it's out there, Denise. It's Denise like, I don't think it is. And she's like, it is. Yes, it is. What do you mean it's out there? It's out there with three or four ladies? It's out there? Come on, Rinna. It's out there, Rinna, that your husband potentially might not like you. It's out there, Rinna, that you potentially gave your daughter an eating disorder. It's out there, Rinna. It's out there. Can we talk about that then? It's out there. Uh, Rinna in a talking head says, well, hey, let's pick up the phone and confront Brandy. I just, I wouldn't trust Rinna at all with any kind of information about my personal life. And the scary thing is people like Rinna are the ones that always want to know things about your personal life. They're the ones always asking about your personal life, you know? Like, it's, it's just so obvious the crap she pulls. Um, Denise goes, yeah, I mean, Brandy, I've seen her a couple times in my life. Uh, and, and Rinna goes, this is really confusing, Denise. Um, because, you know, Denise obviously did sleep with Brandy. I mean, it really did. And she, you know, even in this scene, she's like saying she talked to Brandy before, but now she's saying she did. Um, Denise doesn't just have her facts straight. She was hit by this. I don't think she expected this at all to come up. Um, Denise says, let's get off that topic. I want to have fun, and I don't want to talk about that. Shuts it down. So now we're with Kyle calling Teddy while in a car, um, which is like this is the most boring scene of the whole uh the whole series, he's like, oh, you must be so tired, jet-lagged and pregnant. And, you know, Teddy's like, yeah, it's just boring. And then we see some Rome sites. And then Kyle meets Sarit outside at this cafe, and she's like, Miss Fendi. And they're at a restaurant called Trey Scalini. And, of course, Dorit sits down. She's like, Vino Blanco, which is white wine, you guys. Vino Blanco, for those playing at home, is white wine. Uh, she's really laying on the Italian thick with the accent, like bread, something to eat. Um, she's like, this is what we should be doing. Just having sitting here, having a glass of wine. Dorit says, I'm trying to make a point with you always. And you cut me off and you say, then you think I'm saying what I'm not saying. You don't even let me get my, my thought out. Dorit in her talking head says, we've been butting heads the last couple of months. And there's this great flashback of all the fights that they've gotten into this season. And you got to remember, remember when Kyle was very teary eyed at the beginning of the season? Like that's what we're, you know, we're seeing a lot of that stuff. And, you know, Dorit's like, why is she treating me a little different than she treats all the other ladies? Um, and and I think she's still harboring resentment uh, for Kyle because of, uh, you know, how she was treated at the reunion and all the stuff with Brandy. You know, so it's a really kind of fragile relationship, it seems, a lot. Uh, Kyle also is wearing these bedazzled sunglasses that are just horrific. It looks like if the Terminator all of a sudden decided to be a disco dancer. It was like, I'll be back. I'm going to put on my star spangled, my spangled, uh, my spangled, my, <laughs> my spangled sunglasses. Uh, do I look fantastic? Uh, Dorit says if she's hurt by somebody like she has been with Kyle, she sometimes needs a little distance. She can't solve it right then. Kyle says she's sorry. And Dorit says one-on-one -on -one Kyle is really sweet. And I want, I want more of that. You, that's what she's, I want more of that Kyle. 
Kyle in Talking Dead says, fine, she'll let Dorit, Dorit finish her very long thoughts next time. I love when somebody apologizes and then the housewives do a talking head that immediately, like, undercuts the apology. That's like if I was watching and going, oh, okay, so Lisa um, did not. That wasn't a real apology at all. Okay, I got it. I got it. Like, I love when they do that, and that happens all the time. Um, so then uh, – Dorit lets us know that she was with Denise the night before and lets Kyle know that Denise said it wasn't true about her and Brandy. And Dorit says, maybe Brandy was doing it for attention. Kyle says, no. Says she was dragged into a lawsuit with Brandy. And, you know, Brandy told the truth about her and then she was, like, not in the lawsuit, not called as a witness because they didn't want her because it made... It made, like, with Kyle's testimony, it made Brandy seem like not a liar. Which, by I mean, was a little confusing on all ends, but it was like, okay, lawsuit, Kyle was in it, Kyle stood up for Brandy, and then they didn't want her. Okay, I still think Brandy's a liar about a lot of things. Um, Giselle goes to Denise's room uh, to see how Denise is doing. It's a really tiny room, and they're only showing one section. It just, like... I also want to say, I don't think Denise, do you guys get this? I don't, and I'm like this, my, I, she's a little bit of a messy Betty, you know? Is that a thing? Is that a word? Messy Betty? She's like just a little, little pig pen, you know? Like it's, you know, they only do one side of the room and that side of the room is like just like uh, room service trays, you know, just combat boots. It, it, it seems like she doesn't keep things nice and tidy. I could be completely wrong. It's just the feeling I'm getting. Um... <clears throat> But, she, you know, she's saying, how are you doing? She's like, not good. And Giselle lets us know when she was going through her divorce um, from Mike, uh, from uh, Vanilla Mike, not Chocolate Mike, she, uh, Denise, you know, reached out to her and said, hey, when all this gets too much, just shut it off. Just shut all of it off. Don't listen to it. Don't read it. Da, da, da. And Denise says, okay, I'm not just going to sit in my hotel room. So we are driving Ferraris, y'all. Rena, Erica Jane, Garcelle, Denise, wine tasting. Rena goes, oh. Like Rena, every time she's presented with some kind of luxury, she goes, oh. 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 <laughs> Erica, Erica Jane goes, you can't get more Italian than Ferrari. <laughs> So then we're back to Kyle and Dorit. Um, you know, Dorit's going, maybe get the girls a little Fendi pouches to meet. Uh, you know, let, maybe your girls would like some Fendi pouches. Um, they meet up with Sutton at Dolce & Gabbana because they're going to do private shopping at Dolce & Gabbana. And there's a, a little thing from Sutton talking. She's like, I told Mr. Dol- Dolce I was <laughs> I told, I told Mr. Dolce I was coming to Rome, come to private shop and bring the girls. And she, he said, bring the girls. I don't. I didn't ask. I don't have to ask. <laughs> that's that's baller. Come on. But also, how much money do you have to spend where you don't have to ask things? Like you're just like Mr. Dolce is Mr. Gabbana. <laughs> is Mr. Gabbana with you? Tell him I said hey. Is there a Mr. Gabbana? Please, please, no. Mr. Gabbana is my dad. Call me Frank. Um. So there's a flashback to Sutton talking about uh, Dolce & Gabbana, how they give her tiaras for her birthday every year. Why wasn't Lisa invited to this, or did Lisa not decide to go? Because she already knew about this. Seems like something Lisa would be all over. I wonder if they—I don't know. 
So we meet Mario, the VIP client rep, who is there to walk them through their private shopping. And he's like, we already did the selection for you, Sutton. This is your paradise. Um, there are tiaras again everywhere. They do this crown thing again where Dorit puts one on. Everybody's one, walking one. They're doing a picture. And they're like, Dorit keeps standing in front of them like, oh, it's like a, it's a cute bit. It's a cute bit. But, you know, Dorit's like, I need the attention. And Kyle's like, no, I need the attention. And Sutton's like, no, I just want to shop, y'all. Um uh, Dorit's wearing this one and it looks great on her and Kyle's like when your Amex bill comes show up naked with this on <laughs> so now we're back to the winery and we meet Mateo who takes us 23 feet down which is 7 meters down into the wine cellar um, we find out this group shops hard they play hard and they fight harder but in smaller groups it's more civilized I believe Garcelle says that um, they're trained squid they're scared do you know how easy it is to eat squid? Do you know how easy it is just to eat in general? It's pretty easy. Like, there should be no fear. Like, squid? Like, why don't you... Have you seen Fear Factor? Why don't you try, like, monkey brains? Like, that's hard. Squid? No problem. Squid is a delicacy. Like, you know. Uh, Erica Jane says, uh, oh, yeah, because Garcelle's like, I'm scared. And Erica Jane goes, you put worse in your mouth. And Garcelle goes, yes, I have. <laughs> Sutton, we're back at Dolce & Gabbana, says she's taking clothes back home to try on in private. Uh, Kyle spends $2,500 on hats and shoes. We're back to the wine. The wine they're drinking has 13% alcohol. That's pretty strong. Like, because you got to think like a Bud Light or something like that is like 6.5% or 7%. 13% alcohol. That's a pretty decent um, wine alcohol range, you know. Uh, Denise, Denise says, I need to say tequila in Italian. Man, to, it, it – I mean, we're really hit over the head about how much Denise loves tequila. Uh, Denise, we find out, again, can't have garlic because she swells. And PK, not PK, uh, Mr. Girardi, Tom Girardi, uh, has the same problem. So that's a great, you know, some people just can't have garlic, you guys. Um, uh, So Denise says, you know, in her family, we talk about our feelings, but then we move on. But some women want chaos around them. And Erica Jane says... Tell your truth. Denise says, you're upset with Aaron, huh? And she's like, I don't like the way he spoke to me at Sutton's. And we're flashback to that of like, I speak, I speak direct. She's like, you got the moral high ground. She's like, he's like, you really want to go there? No, no. She's like, uh, you guys think you have the moral high ground? And Erica Jane goes like, you really want to go there? And he goes, do you? Uh, then a flashback to PK telling Erica, she's like, you're not just cold. You're inherently cold. Um, you know, Erica Jane points out that men are different than women. Denise apologizes on his behalf. Uh, and Denise is like, he'll have to talk to you directly. He, you know, would love to move past it. I, I know he doesn't. He respects and loves all of you ladies, which just isn't true. Like, that's, but no. I mean, he, he, does, he might not want to offend the ladies, but he doesn't respect and love them. Erica Jane says, I move past things with PK and Dorit, and I can do the same thing with you and Aaron. Um... And she's like, from my heart, I don't put that on you based on what Aaron does. I don't think differently of you for what Aaron does. Uh, Denise in a talking head says, well, with the 20 issues that they have with me, at least this one is put to bed. Uh, Rina says, this is why I like to do these, you guys. This is why. Down here, this is why. This is why I like little wine excursions, you guys. We just get, it's just so special, you guys. Garcelle's like, can I make a confession? I'm a little tipsy right now. And Erica Jane says, can I tell you something, bitch? So am I. (laughs) 
Kyle, uh, we're back to the hotel, is doing a little bit of a librarian look. She's getting ready with Sutton. Everybody is a little nervous for the dinner tonight because of how the dinner went last night. Dorit Sweet, she has the glam team in full working arrangement. There's big hair. I don't care. She looks like a mafia wife. Dorit, like, she's like, I'm channeling my fun 90s. Like, Dorit is shaking with excitement. This is where, like, just, Denise, you can just picture that little ugly schoolgirl, Dorit, and going, like, look, look how far, look how far we've come. No, Dorit, use your accent voice. Look how far we've come. You know, it's so bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Okay, they all come down. They all come down with drinks in their hand, I noticed. I thought that was interesting. Denise is <laughs> Denise goes, yeah, I sometimes wear a dress, but she's wearing a dress that we never really see and with, like, a huge motorcycle jacket on. It's, like, it's very, it's like Denise's style ended at the late 90s. You know, like, in late 90s, you'd be like, damn, who's that? And now it's like, whoa, okay. Did you just drop the kids off at soccer? What's going on? Uh, Erica Jane is also done up very well. I got to say, though, Dorit did win the night. But Erica Jane, you know, presented hard. Um, you know, very Italian movie glamour like she wanted. But I got to say, Mikey Minden, I don't think, hit the nail on the head with this. I think she was a little, little off. I don't know if you guys agree with me. So we're back at Dorit just getting the glam. She is 40 minutes late. Like, at a certain point, it's like, glam is great. But, like, shouldn't you be on time with glam? Shouldn't part of glam being, like, we work within a certain time frame? Like, glam isn't like, let's just get it and do it until it's done. Like, I just feel like that's not, that's not my glam, y'all. Um, so the ladies are there waiting for 40 minutes. Um, and then we go up to Dorit and she's like, everyone's down there? Everyone? Everyone? Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Garces says, it better be worth it. She comes in, very glam. I love the people in the background of the scene that are like, they're just in normal clothes, and they're like, "What? I thought this this is a lobby of a hotel. So why 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 is everybody doing this?" Kyle gives a disproving look at Dorit in a talking head. She's like, "If I find out we were late because you were doing a photo shoot in your room after the glam was done, I'm gonna lose my shit." And then flashes back to all the times that Dorit's done that with the iconic Dorit picture she's taken. I mean, in Dorit's defense, they are great photos. They did get us talking. They did. Our imaginations were racing. Um, okay, so at dinner. Um, at dinner, uh, Denise says she felt, feels very uncomfortable and she called the airlines, but she couldn't get a plane out and that she hopes they can put their differences aside and have fun tonight. She has respect for most of these women. Uh, so they're ordering drinks at dinner. Sutton says, these days I can skip a meal. I gained a few and I hate that my clothes are tight and I hate that my clothes are tight and I hate that. She said she had a meltdown in the dressing room at Dolce & Gabbana. She's like, and there was a flashback to that. She's like, I'm going to be upset, Mario. I'm going to be upset, Mario. And it was really, and then Dorit, like, went in to get her. And she's like, no, I don't want to come out and show my clothes for my girlfriends. I'm not that kind of girl. It was very, I mean, it was very, Sutton's got some shit there, you guys. Sutton's got some shit. And I do, I always think it's not fascinating, but I think it's really sad for women that, you know, Men prop women up as these beautiful creatures, which is really undermining a lot of the things that are actually great about women. So it's like we hold women on this pedestal of looks, looks, looks. And then when looks start to fade, as they do for all of us as we get older, you know, it's got to be a real like not a fall from grace, but like this weird kind of like down to earth moment of 
when you're not the hottest thing in the room, you know, when you're not getting all the attention for your looks, you know, uh, that's why I was very happy that I was ugly at an early age. So I really learned how to, to lean into that. But do you know what I'm saying? Like it's there, there's this whole level of like drama. If you think about it, of like, man, like, you know, I even think about that with my mom sometimes, you know, it's like she was such a uh, still is a beautiful lady, but like such a beautiful young lady. And she looked like young Cher. Um, and, you know, I was always told how, how pretty she was and stuff. And, and you know, you get little flashes of that with my mom, too, of like, oh, do I look good? Or, oh, how does my hair look? Or, you know, like, you know, normal things. But, you know, I think women like then it's like then you're like wanting to always look nice or feeling the pressure to look nice. And I think society kind of just puts that weight on women and women sometimes really fall into that, you know, because also if you're getting attention for anything, that's like usually a sign that something's going well for you, you know, like the things I get attention to attention for, I lean into, you know, I don't know. It's just something I think about sometimes. Um, so we did that flashback in the dressing room. And Rena goes, my mom used to only buy things my dad would okay. And I was like, why, Lois, why can't you just buy that? And she's like, I want him to see it. And then they're like, what does Lois think of the dancing on the IG, which I love, because it was like, what does Lois think of you being a dipshit on Instagram? And she goes, that's why I do it, Lois. She can see everything. She can see the girls. Yeah, that's why you do it, Lisa. That's why you do your dancing and your undies for your mom. That's Okay, that's perfect answer, Lisa. Perfect answer. Garcelle says in a talking head, dancing nearly naked wouldn't be a choice for me if I had a daughter with eating issues. Boom, boom. Whoa, somebody just got taken out. Who was that? It was Rinna. Damn, y'all. Damn. Can you believe that? It's it's dead true, though. Why would she parade around her skinny ass body if her daughter had eating disorder? She actually even said something about like an eating disorder on her Instagram this week in a, like a joking fashion. Like, I don't know if it was as serious as you told us it was in the show. Why would you ever, ever, ever parade like a body around, you know, and especially a body that is that tiny and skinny that people say you have an eating disorder? It's so bizarre to me. But then again, think about it. That's exactly what I was just talking about. You lean into the behavior that gets you attention. You lean into that. So this is Rena leaning fully in. Also, I think that comment by Garcelle, you, mark my words, that comment will come up at the reunion. That is a reunion comment where Lisa and them will fight about. Mark my words. I will eat my shorts. Um, so uh, Teddy says, boring Teddy. She lets us know she can't have fish or raw meat because she's pregnant. Who cares, Teddy? Who cares, you know? Thank, thanks for participating. Thank you. Thank you for participating tonight. I appreciate that. Uh, everybody gets drinks. Cheers. Kyle says, tell us about the Ferrari. Erica Jane says, she she's like, well, we talked about Aaron, and Denise apologized, and, and you know, and it was, you know, very open and honest. Teddy in a talking head says, Denise is full of shit. Jesus, Teddy, you're a loser. Do you have anything to talk about? It, like, what, we, Teddy, what's going on with you, Teddy, besides the pregnancy? Oh, nothing? Okay. Cool. Move along. Move along. Like, what is your deal, girl? What is your deal? What's your deal? I'm going to fight you. I will fight you, Teddy. <laughs> I'm not strong. We're good. Teddy would probably win in a fight. To be honest, Teddy would kick my ass. There is an annoying video of Teddy going around right now of her dancing at Watch What Happens Live. You know how they make everybody dance in front of that, like, little, you know, Watch What Happens Live thing, and she's doing this dance, and it's 
I've watched it a thousand times, and I get angrier each time. And each I don't. Do you guys ever do that where you watch something just because it you hate it so much and you can't stop watching it? You're like, ah, I need to feel this anger, and it's like my anger, like my if I need to get, if I need to get, if I ever get a part in acting where I need to be angry, I'm gonna watch that again and again. I'll be like, I'm ready to film. I've watched Teddy dance. Um. Denise says, hey, your attack on me, there really has to be a line. Garcelle goes, how do we move beyond this? Um, and she wishes Denise would just say how she feels and move on. You know, like, Denise should say, this is how I feel, and let's move on. And then we're a flashback that in that room uh, the first night with, uh, uh, with Kyle, and something brings up. She's like, I heard this rumor two years ago, y'all. My friend wouldn't lie. They definitely hooked up, you know. Teddy says, I don't know Brandy very well, and I don't know you very well either. And she's like, I'll tell you how we met. We had a mutual branding agent. Uh, explains that she flew, uh, that Brandy flew up to do the podcast with her while while she was on set. And which, by the way, I'm not, I, I, I what? You're flying place? Are we supposed to fly to do podcast interviews? Wait, what? How big is Brandy's podcast and she's flying? Like, that's a huge, like, for, you know, you know we can do it over the phone, right? Like, we can easily do this over the phone. Like, flying up to do a podcast? Like, that's a little weird. Um, but Denise goes, she knew every little thing that was going on in this group. She knew stuff that I didn't know. She knew stuff that I did know. Like, kind of saying there was, like, a mole inside of this production. Teddy is like in a talking head says, which is it, Denise? You knew or you didn't know. How did she get all this info? Um, someone else was sharing things with her, and she like she shared a lot of personal stuff about a lot of people that were involved in this group, but I won't repeat it. Erica Jane says, well, after what was said about you, you definitely, you definitely should spill it, girl. And she's like, well, she has, she says she's had sex with every woman she's ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and that she's had sex with certain people in this group. Dun, dun, dun. Kyle says, you're saying she had sex with one of these people in the group. And she looks at Rena and she's like, well, that would be either you or me. And, you know, Rena goes, I've never had sex with a woman. No shit. Okay, great. And Kyle goes, I don't. And Kyle literally goes, I don't, I don't think she said that. Like, it's like literally shuts down Denise's comment, like literally in a subtle way going, you're lying. I don't think she said that. And Kyle's like, I'm struggling here. Rinna talking says, says, if you're trying to deflect, it's not working. Rinna is getting really, really snappy. She's like, don't even put it out there, Denise. <laughs> Next week, we have Rome part three. Uh, Denise, uh, Denise leaves. Oh, so, oh, yeah. So next week in Rome part three. Uh, Denise leaves. We see her say, this is the worst trip I've ever been on in my life, y'all. I'm done. She walks away. The ladies put their heads on the table like, Ugh. So it was a good episode. It was a good episode. I liked I liked the Rome of it all. I can't wait for tonight's episode. It's very exciting. We're in a really good point of this show. I can't wait to see how this all unfolds. I can't wait. And I can't wait to see how they act and what the drama will be after Denise leaves. Because they've really planted so much of the drama on Denise that when Denise leaves, you're going to, like, cut this thing off at the knees, you know? So I'll be interested to see how they deal with that. You guys, that was our Beverly Hills recap. I am about to do a New York recap and a Potomac recap. If you enjoy my recaps, if you enjoy me, 
Go to uh, so bad it's good. No, go to patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. I'm going to put the other recaps up there for you to enjoy today. Uh, it's uh, it's good. It's not uh, five hour episodes like my podcast, so it's a real easy thing. I think there's about seventeen or eighteen other podcasts on there right now, and that's growing exponentially every week. So it might be worth a couple bucks if you're into this whole thing. Uh, if not, no problem. It'll always be there for you. Thanks for listening to me. Thanks for being a fan of the podcast or a listener of the podcast, not a fan. And um, and as always, if you like this, please leave me a five-star review on Apple Music. It really does help with everything and helps with sponsors, as I think hopefully we're going to get some sponsors soon. If there's anything you think I should be doing, reach out to me at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Help me get guests. If you guys have any great guests, if you guys have any relationships with guests, I really would appreciate that as well. Um, I really I really want to get my interview skills stronger. I think my interview skills are pretty strong, and I'm just so excited to put that in more into play because um, I, I really have a passion for this. So I'm just going to put that out there, put that out there into the universe. Hopefully I'm calling you guys the universe, and we'll see what happens. Uh, so, yeah, so part two of this part two will be over at my Patreon. I will see you guys over there. Betches.